to the book of Isaiah, even before he puts up this, this title. Uh, but I want us to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 55. The book of Isaiah, chapter 55. Book of Isaiah, chapter 55. And then when you find Isaiah, chapter 55, uh, I want you to also go to the New Testament, the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter, uh, I believe it's chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Isaiah chapter 55, and then put your finger in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to do my best to finish this up today because I truly believe this is some nourishment for our bones, I mean our spirit that we need. How many know God's word has a way of nourishing your spirit and, watch this, saving your soul? Amen. We want our souls to be saved. Amen. And so Isaiah chapter 55, if, again, if you don't have a Bible, grab one. We got plenty around here. I never want you to say that I said. Isaiah chapter 55, beginning at verse 1, I'll be reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. Decree, the, the scripture decrees and declares, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the water. And you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Wow, I don't have no money. Yes, come and buy wine milk without money and without price, which means God says everything that I'm offering you is free. Amen. He says, verse two, why do you spend money for what is not bread? Or why do you and, and your wages or what you're sweating for, for what does not satisfy you? Mm, mm, mm. Verse, he goes on to say, listen carefully to me. This is God talking and eat what is good. And let your soul, I like this, let your soul delight itself in abundance. Verse 3, he goes on to say, incline your ear uh, and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. Hear and your soul shall live. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you and the mercies of David. Indeed, verse 4, we're going to all go all the way down to verse 11, so just stay with me. Verse 4, indeed, I have given him a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. In other words, I've given him pastors, mm -hmm. given them pastors Amen. for the people, not for themselves, for the people. And surely you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that you do not know shall run to you. That's interesting. Because the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you or raised you up. Verse 6. Are you there with me? Yes. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Uh -huh. Call upon him while he is near. Uh -huh. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man or woman their thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he, God, will have mercy on them. And to you, I mean, and to our God, he will watch this abundantly pardon. No matter what you've done, God is here to abundantly pardon. Verse, verse eight, for he goes on to say, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For verse 9, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways. Who's talking here? God. So are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We're almost there. Verse 10. 
For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and watch this, it doesn't go back up. But it waters the earth, watch this, and makes bring and, and make it bring forth bud, which means when God sends his word down, it brings forth results. Ain't nobody talking to me, but that's all we going. That, watch this, that it or the word or the rain or the water or the nourishment may give seed to the sower and bread woo, to the what? Man shall not live by bread So we know that this bread, he ain't talking about natural bread. That's right. am, I, am I losing anybody? I'm going to have you take your seats in a minute. Verse 11. Verse 11, 11 is the number of order. It's a number when we get some things straight. 11, he says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Who's talking? God. And it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, God says. And it will prosper in the thing for which I sent it. If you would, in very unison and very loudly, if you're not too mean, you're not too cute, just read verse 8 and 9 together. Ready? Read. Amen. Drop, go all the way to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to have you take your seats in a minute. We're going to have a good time this morning. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. When you have it, say amen. amen. Scripture says, let's read that together. Ready? Read. But earnestly strive for the best, and yet I show you a more excellent way. You may have your seats in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to, I want to labor with you this morning before he even puts up the sign and puts up the, the, the direction. You, many of you probably already know where pastor is going based upon the word of God this morning because I truly believe that we're living in a day according to the book of Ezekiel chapter 33 where people are entertained by the word but they have no intentions on doing what God say. Amen. The reality is God because he is a just God and he's a wonderful God and he's a mighty God. He's an everlasting God. Created a he created and designed a book for all of us. Everybody say all of us. All of us to be able to uh, seek some directions and some guidance from it. I was inquired about a man before I even go to this uh, message this morning or the title. I was inquired about a man or I read a story about a guy uh, and he was walking along, Sister April. And then he came upon a, a gentleman who was striking at a tree. And the gentleman was striking profusely at this tree, Sister Taylor. He was just striking it, and sweat was running down his face, and he was striking at it. And the guy who stood afar off kind of looked at the picture and was like, "What well, goodness, what is going on over here? And he saw the guy take a little break, and then the guy went back at it. Whacka, whacka, whacka. He didn't whack at so the guy went up, and he tapped him on the shoulder. He says, excuse me, uh, what are you doing? And the guy says, I've been whacking at this tree for a long time. Whacking at this tree for a long time. He says, well, what's going on? He said, and nothing's really changing. Nothing's really happened. And the wise man said this to the young man. Have you considered sharpening the blade? Uh -huh. 
And the young man thought, I've been striving at this for all the time, and all I had to do was sharpen the blade. I don't know what that is, but okay, good. Fire alarm. Amen. 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 God, we on fire, Lord. So I don't have that much of time. So the so the so the young man thought to himself firstly. He said, "Oh, I think I'll actually try that." He says, well, because I've been trying other things. I tried it my way, and nothing was coming down. He says, I think I will consider a more excellent way. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, seeking a more excellent way. Look at somebody say, come up a little higher. Look at somebody else say, come up a little higher. Amen. I want to just give you some great nuggets this morning on how you and I can sharpen the blade of our mind so that we can acquire the things that God has for us. We already know that the enemy loves to mess with the minds of God's people. That's why the scripture says my people are being destroyed. My people are being torn down. Am I losing anybody? My people, my church folk, my people are being, watch this, their life is being ransacked. Ransacked, there you go. Ransacked. Who shot John? Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. My people are being, their lives are being torn apart. They're actually hanging from proverbial trees. Because when, 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 when they, and I'm just going to go here real quick, because back in the 60s, and y'all know the civil rights movement, what caused an individual to take another individual and hang them from a tree with no conscience? Burn them at the stake with no conscience. We all know that the end of that thing was death and danger. But we could ask ourselves, what would make you bring your children to watch an event that ends in destruction? I'll tell you what it is. It's called cognitive dissonance. It's called cognitive dissonance. And it's not on the screen. Just bear with me. Can I roll with y'all this morning? Cognitive dissonance, my sister, is really the theory that, watch this, that justifies a point of beginning to a point of destruction. You know it's bad for you, but somehow we want to justify the beginning even when we know the end don't go nowhere. Ain't nobody talking to me right now. Cognitive dissonance happens, and let's just get it off of slavery, and I'll use it for an example. On the cigarette pack, it tells you, this gonna kill you. Don't shout me down when I start preaching good. Own the bottle. Drink responsibly. Own the prescription that the doctor gives you with the Vicodin and the, and the medicine. Take as prescribed. 
Because you go putting too much on it. Am I boring anybody? And, 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 and so cognitive dissonance, that is, watch this, that's the, that's the theory that justifies the point of a beginning of a thing, even though you know that the end of it is not good. Right. 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 Am, I, am, I, am I boring anybody? I need to pull you in this picture because if you and I, like the man striking at our life and nothing is changing, we probably be need to sharpen the blade. Sharpen that blade. And cognitive dissonance will allow you to hang your future. And the last time I checked, the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 and 11, God says, Don't, stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. It's not up there. Just stay with me. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. And it's not plans to hang you from a tree. Plans of good and not evil. To bring you into an expected end. And how many know God's expected end is higher than ours? Oh, come on now. Got about 20 or 30 minutes. God's expected end is higher than ours. And aren't you grateful that it is? Aren't you grateful that you can serve a God that watched this even before you began on this earth? He already had your, he already had your future planned out. That's why you and I, like Paul, can consider it joy when we go through. When we deal with situations that try to hang our future. Because we know the good, the bad, and the ugly is going to work out. Look at somebody say, it's working out for me. Am I boring anybody? So cognitive dissonance, it's the justifying, it's the theory of justifying a beginning of a thing to the destruction of a thing. And we know, even if we look at, and I'll just use the cigarette pack because it's so prevalent, okay? Now, if you smoke in squares, that's up to you. That's what you do. But just know cogn cognitive dissonance will cause you to forego the fact that this thing will kill you. Ain't telling you it'll kill you. Oh, my goodness. Am I boring anybody? So we must seek an excellent, or a, watch this, a more excellent way. Am I boring anybody? Let's go to the scripture. Now we know the book of Isaiah, it's been deemed as um, a small mini Bible. Okay? <laughs> because Isaiah has 66 books in it. Or 66 chapters, thank you, Petra. 66 chapters in it, and six is the number of man. And six and six is the number 12, which means leadership. Oh, my goodness. Which means you, if you watch it, and leadership means we've been placed in a position where we're the light or we're the head and not the, that we are a, and not, that people can look to our light and they can be influenced by the way we live. And we can say, it's not about us, but it's all about. See, one thing that's happening in the church is that people don't realize that people are watching what you and I do. I shared on Wednesday night, and I, I, won't, I won't hit, hit too, too much because we're talking about perfecting our faith, maturing to a better life. If, I, if I'm an individual and I, and, I, and I keep doing this, I can't improve on it, in my life. And you continually watch this. You observe me keep. 
I can, I can probably try to justify that. But if I keep... What I'm doing is a reflection of my thoughts. Because if I don't seek a more excellent way, I'm going to continue. And then here come a wise man, a wise woman, and say, won't you elevate your thought a little bit? Don't, ain't you tired of bumping your head on the... You might want to go... And what's happening in the body of Christ is too many of God's people, watch this, are claiming that their thoughts are God's thoughts. Come on now. Come on now. But you still hit my wrong with that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it ain't. And I'll, I'll use the example that I used last night. Well, I'll just keep. If I, we had, we had the young prince. If he keeps seeing me do this, what he going to do? Because watch this. His thoughts are being shaped by what I do. And he will begin to think, am I boring anybody? He will begin to think that it's normal. This is how, this is how you're supposed to do. If you're a church person, you always have to have problems. You always have to be on the bottom of the toe pole. You need, always need to be broke. You always, but ain't nobody talking to me, but that's all right. I'm going to preach it anyhow. You know why? Because what happens is, the nasty begins to be the normal. The mediocre begins to be the mandate. And crazy begins to be the character. And when, when our lives are, watch this, constantly. I'm talking. Every time I see you. Every time you, it now conditions our mind mm -hmm. for cognitive dissonance that that's normal. Right. Yeah. Am I bored anybody? Yes, Here is where God was speaking to the children of Israel who kept doing this. <laughs> and he said, hey, 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 come over here. Why are you spending money? On things that don't satisfy you. Right. And then crying because you're broke. Right. Why? He said, everything I got for you is free. He said, I'll tell you what, won't you come over here? Because I want to get a I want to, I'm gonna have a better covenant with you. He says, because what you're doing is you wasting all your energy trying to do it your way. And you're tired. <laughs> I'm, but I'm going to preach. I'm tired of in pursuit. I, want, I need to give you a visual understanding because we are in 2018, right? And we got a chance to really be committed to the king. And watch this. Watch our own life really transform for the better. Matter of fact, you and I as God's people have an advantage. We actually have an advantage. You know why? Because we can go to a source that's greater than us. We can tap into a power that's greater than us. Thank you, Lord. So watch this. When people see you, they ought to be like, dang. Oh, that's how you handle situations? Yes. I learned that I was running into that situation for too long, but I decided to seek 
a more excellent way. Am I boring anybody? Look at somebody say, seek a more excellent way. Say, let's go up a little higher. So he says up here, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. He had to tell Israel, my, th my thoughts ain't your thoughts. God got ghetto on them. I'll get ghetto on the next scripture. He says, bro, Corey, look. He said, my thoughts ain't your thoughts, nor are my ways, or your ways, my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways God, this is all I know. My mom, I see my mama do it. I see my daddy them do it. I see my cousin them do it. And they all went to church. Help us, Lord. Help us. Let's go to the next gangster scripture. Look at him. Come on, throw it up. Common English version. Plain, look at somebody said plain and simple. You know, people say, I don't understand the these and the thous. Okay, you're going to understand this. Do you hear the words that's coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Look at somebody say, if this is too boring for you, come up a little higher. Cognitive dissonance. Watch this. Gangster, he says, my plans. <laughs> my plans ain't your plans. Or aren't your plans. Nor are your ways my way. Just because that's the way you do it, God said, that ain't the way I told you to do it. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth. Our, our, our visiting people, we're not crazy. We're not crazy. Watch this. I'm a little cray-cray, you know, but... It's all good. I better step it up. She, she get it. Watch this. Because watch this. The church, says, the church still should be, and I know it sounds old-fashioned, the standard for the world to follow. I ain't talking about religious people. I ain't talking about just how you dressed up and talking about pray the Lord, pray the Lord, and your life is full of hell. I'm preaching better than you shouting. I'm talking about people should be able to look to your life and say, man, you're living your life with an advantage. What is that? How do I get that? Oh, you going through? Yeah, but you know what? I still count it all joy because God's going to turn this around for my good because nothing that I go through takes him by surprise. How in the world are you making it? Let me tell you, I got an advantage. And it's, watch this. If you was on the inside, you'll understand. This for members. And it's, it's, isn't it interesting that people could be in the same place, hear the same word, and get a totally different response? Ain't nobody talking to me. Because, you know, some folks say, I grew up in a church. So? The church didn't grow up in you. I grew up in the church. My mom and them ran the church. And? what that mean? My daddy was the pastor. So? If, if, if your pastor taught you this and your mama taught you this and your cousin them taught you this somebody need to come up a little 
trying to get you before this new year start. So you have to keep running into that same wall. Open, oh, Pastor, tell me what I want to hear. No, I ain't telling you what you want to hear. Because what you want to hear, it's all right for you to keep smoking them squares until you hit the grave. What you want to hear is, all right, yeah, go ahead and keep smoking your reefer and blowing your brains out. Go ahead and keep drinking yourself to the pizzy. Go ahead and go keep going out to that club and giving your booty to everybody. Did I say booty in church? I said booty in church. I said booty in church. I said booty in church. That's what a lot of folks want to be. And you know why? Because watch this, our churches are filled with people who come to have their emotions tickled. But when they leave, they have no intention. And then what happens is you want to pull everybody into your mess when you should be pulling people up a little. Let, let me show you how to get up out of this. Let, let, let me You've been down there and that porch has been pimping you for too long. Let me show you. But you know, no, no, because we're afraid to hurt people's feelings. We're afraid to tell people the truth. Well, your breast stink, get some Tic Tacs. Matter of fact, chew on the wrapper. It, it smelled that bad. He hurt my feelings. And Jesus says, does the truth offend you? Right. That's what he said. Oh, I got to go, I got to go. Because I don't, I don't want to pastor a church that is a daycare center for religious grown people. I don't want to. I don't want to pastor a, a continual everybody in the daycare. Everybody got diapers on. Everybody don't know how to change their own. I ain't pastoring a church like that. And watch this. I don't care if there's ten people in here. I want the ten people in here to know I messed on myself. Let me go figure out how to get this thing clean. You know why? Am I losing anybody? No, son, because a lot of church folks are so conditioned. Come on, preacher. Ain't nobody love me. I wish somebody would bless me. How come you don't bless nobody else? You don't understand what I'm going through. You don't See, sometimes just helping somebody else get out of it Hallelujah. will help you now. Am I, am I boring y'all? Look at somebody say, come up a little higher. So he said, my plans ain't your plans. My thoughts ain't yours. My ways are higher than yours. I bless y'all receive it. And then the God says, he, he dropped this nugget on. He says, so, uh, so, next, next slide. He says, so, so, uh, yet, I'm trying to show you a better way in dealing with it. I'm trying to show you a more excellent way. I'm trying to get you to the point where you can actually watch this. You can actually witness to somebody for real about the God that's in your life. God said, I'm trying to show you a more excellent way. But watch this. If we're comfortable and too stuck on this way, don't want no change. Want to make everybody think, bro, Andrew, we changing? Yeah, pretending. pretending. Watch this. What's in the dark? Always. 
If you, if, you ain't, if you ain't making it real when you ain't at church, don't try to keep make, trying to make it real when you're here. Am I preaching to anybody? You know why? Because church folks don't like hear this kind of stuff. We want our emotions all stirred up. We want, we want things that will stir us up, but it won't actually, watch this, make us change. So we can justify the point of beginning to the point of destruction. This is just the way I am. Well, you need to change. This is how my mama raised me. Well, your mama and your daddy was wrong. Am I losing anybody? Okay, if I die tomorrow, I'm going to preach this message. I'm telling you. Yet I show, God says, yet I'm showing you a more what? Now, they say change, the direction of change. This is a nice little thought here, First Lady. They said the direction of change is made at the intersection of decision. Get my notes. She said, I can get my money. I'll leave it there. The direction of change, children of God, is made at the intersection of decision. Now, there's another saying. Stay with me, y'all. It says the pathology of ignorance seldom leads to the avenue of destruction unless it, watch this, intersects with the U-turn of change. I'll say it again. The pathology of ignorance seldom leads to the avenue of discovery. Constantly being ignorant. Constantly being ignorant. Now, all of us are ignorant in some areas. Some of us get... They pass ignorant. Have you ever just met some? They are convinced that their way is right. And you look at them and say, you're just ignorant. You're just ignorant. And watch this. If you, the pathology of ignorance seldom leads to the avenue of discovery unless it intersects with the U-turn of change. It's all right. We, he's recording this, so if you want to tape, get the tape. Are we recording this? Sean the Bacana. Proverbs 14 and 12. Now, we know it so well. If you've been around the church any time, it says, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof is the way of death. Right? I like these couple of verses. Let me hip you to this, what my study. Let me pull you in. Look here, First Lady or uh, Elders, Gangster Bible. There is a way that looks harmless enough. But look again. It leads straight to hell. I ain't doing nobody harm. Look again. I ain't hurting nobody. Look again. I ain't affecting nobody. Look again. He says, watch this. It leads straight to where? Hell. Which means the opposite of where God wants us to be, right? Now, how I many know we can, we can have hell here on earth? Charlie Caesar said, I, I hate to live in hell and then die and go to hell. I'm going to live in hell and die and go to hell. Somebody say, devil, go to hell. Come on. Watch this. Let me keep going. Sure, those people appear 
to be having a good time. Hey, ooh, we have plans. Hey, we having a good time. Oh, we have, hey, we having a good time. You appear. Watch this. But all that laughter will end. God ain't trying to break your heart. Anything that's coming that's taken away from your heart ain't God, even though you're having a good time. Squares. Or whatever it is. The sex is just too good. I'm having a good time. Yeah, but it's going to end in hell. You having a good time for 13 seconds. Am I wrong for that? Okay, brothers, I'll give you a little. A minute, a minute. Five minutes. But what's five minutes of joy when it ends in heartbreak? You know why? Because God's people are used to that cognitive dissonance and say, I know it's wrong for me, but. I don't want nobody to tell me nothing. Let's go to the next one. I'm just, can, can y'all hang? I got 20, 13 minutes. Look at him. Some people think that what they're doing wow. is right. But what they are, am I reading the Bible? Am I reading the Bible? Some people think that what they're doing is right. I just set the alarm off again. But what they are doing See, that's why the devil is a deceiver. Because he don't tell you at the beginning he's trying to kill you. He's trying to get your mind think, this ain't going to hurt me. Pastor, the, okay, Pastor, you shut down my groove. You're killing my buzz. Does that mean that I can't have a good time and be a Christian? No, they ain't saying that. All things are lawful, not all things are beneficial. But if a good time is going to cost you heartbreak, somebody need to come up a little higher. If a good time is going to take you away from the king, you need to come up a little higher. Ain't nothing wrong with you going to the club, getting your groove on. But if every time you at the club, you losing the booty every time. And you leaving heartbreak. Because you mad that this buzzer don't want to be an eagle and take care of you. Then, Brothers, same thing. Ain't nothing wrong. You can you have a good time. Take your girl out on a date. Do what you do. But your girl ain't God. Am I losing anybody? Look at somebody say, come up a little higher. Oh. Oh. Next look at this next scripture. This is this is tight. You can rationalize it all you want. When I saw this passion version, I was jumping for joy. You can rationalize it all you want. And justify the path of error that you have chosen. Anybody force your arm? Anybody twist your arm? Anybody Did nobody tell you to give up that booty? 
And if they force you, it's called rape, not love. You don't need to be with them anyway. But you know why? Watch this. Watch this. I got to go. You know why? Because God's people are used to that cognitive dissonance. Long as you make me feel good, but not really challenge me to change, I'm good. Which is why, and I take no hit on it, but that's why a lot of people can flock to these big churches. And we, we want to grow, but they can go to these big churches and sit in the background because can't nobody really touch where you at. There, there is no accountability. And you can do what you But the reality is, you can go to a back, you can go to a church as big as the Coliseum, but God is still there. <laughs> I, lo I love this. Can, can I go? Can I look around the front? Look, sir. But you'll find out in the that you took the road to. You can justify it all you want. If you're a child of God, you got an advantage. You should not be justifying why you need this mess. To continue. I'm talking to, look at somebody say, he's talking to all of us. I'm talking to me too. God said, you can stop because my ways are higher than yours. But if, watch this, if you think, because a lot of people want God to come down to their level. And watch this, God says, I'm sending the rain. It ain't coming back. <gasps> God said, I'm sending wisdom. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me that I'm God. I already know I'm God. Right. I'm sending wisdom. Yeah. Teachable person says three things. Just throw it up there real quick because I ain't got much time. I'm going to have to finish this next week. Will y'all come back next week? Okay, some of y'all will, some of you won't, but I'm going to teach it anyway. A teachable person says three things. Well, somebody's teachable. They say three things in their life. And again, I'm not just talking about people who are biblical scholars. You ain't got to know the whole Bible to be teachable. Amen. They say three things. Everyone has something to teach me. Yes. Teachable people. Now, people who are not teachable, can't nobody tell them nothing. I'm just being real with you. I'm just being real with you. A teachable person says three things. I says, everyone has something to teach me. What's that next one say? Every day I have something to learn. And every time I learn something, what do I do? And a day go by that God gives us grace to see another day that somebody doesn't have something to teach us, that we're learning something new. And when we learn something new, watch this, don't we benefit? If I learn not to keep hitting my head, I and now I teach my children, when you run up against that hard wall, just think about it and go around it. Am I boring anybody? Oh my God. Go to this next slide. Go to the next slide. I'll come back. Look here, Proverbs 18 and 15. Now, you intelligent people, y'all like this scripture. Amen. People who like to learn, they like this scripture right here. It says, intelligent people are always ready to learn. They're always ready to learn. Okay? And I, I like this. Their ears are wide open for knowledge. Throw up that next scripture. I'm going to have to rehearse it, y'all. But the mind of a smart, a smart person is ready to get knowledge. 
A person who listens. Oh, thank you. A wise person who a wise person listens to learn more. How can I have a better marriage, Pastor? How can I have a better finances, Pastor? How can I do this right better? Because my way kept me doing this. Next, next slide. I have to rehearse it next week. Next slide. Malcolm X says this. I like this. He said, one does not need to chain the feet if you chain the mind. Malcolm X said that. He said, you don't need to change the feet. But if I, can change your, if I can change your mind and keep you limited, I got you. Am I losing anybody? Everybody say, come on up a little high. Look at this next scripture right here. I'm almost done. So to learn, you must, you must want to be what? To refuse, reproof is what? Am I reading the Bible? How many of y'all know some stupid people? How many of y'all know some stupid people? How many of us been stupid? I'm trying to tell you, but you keep... Bruh, you might, you might want to leave her alone. Right. She cray-cray, bruh. Right. She poisonous. Right. Is, she, is, she not, is she not taking you to the next level? Man, don't be stupid. Leave that chick alone. Right. Hey, 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 sister, let me tell you something. If that brother's not complimenting, and if he's not bringing work that you can actually add to it, leave that brother alone. Don't let, watch this, don't let your emotion fool you from what your faith should tell you to do. She said, didn't we just talk about that? So to learn, you must want to be taught. But a lot of church people don't want to be taught. Because teaching, it, it, be, it be born to them. You know, the slave, as long as we slinging on the plantation, hey, the law going to come through, law going to come through, hey, law going to come through. But when the gate is open, I says, when the door is open and you still on the plantation, don't go come through, Lord, go come through, Lord, go I don't know what I get out there on freedom, but I know what I got in bondage. But would you really rather choose bondage when you got freedom all ahead of you? Keep going. I got to go. Stupid people. This is the good news trans. I'm still in the Bible. Stupid people always think they're right. But wise people, Beyonce, listen. Stupid people always think they're right. I've been stupid. Thought I was right and God said, no, you ain't right on that. You need to shut that down. You don't, you're being stupid. Go to the next slide because I got I to gotta get it. End on this. People who despise advice are asking for trouble. But those who respect the command will succeed. Yes, yes. Next slide, next slide, next slide. Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for what? No. Their ears are open for what? No. Their ears are open for what? No. I'm going to close on this one because I was going to give you four areas that we our ears should be opened up, and I'm going to close on this one. But will you please put up the power phrase? So I can put the hook in here, and I'll finish up the next ones on next week, because I promise i got to get you out of here in four minutes. Throw it up. Seeking God's way is the most excellent way. Simply put, the hook of the message. Seeking God's way is the most excellent way.
Seeking God's way is the most excellent way. Seeking God's way is the most excellent way. God, I want to be better in whatever area. Seek God's way. What does that mean I need to be in church 24-7? That might not be God. Because watch this. It ain't God for me to be in church 24-7. God want me to take my girl on a date. I ain't sacrificing my family for this. But watch this. When it's time for me to give God his, guess what I'm going to be? Right here. Give God everything I got. Because when I go out there and battle the world, I want God to give me everything he got. Say that. Say that hook with me. Ready? Say it. Stand to your feet. Father, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for what our ears have heard this morning. We thank you for your word, Lord God, that gives us the encouragement, God, to make the, the changes that are necessary for our lives. We realize, God, that your way is the most excellent way. And all of us in some way have fallen short, God, of your glory. And God, we ask that you would forgive us, Lord God, that you would continue to clean us up, make us better, Lord God. In whatever area it is, we know that you are, are not a God that brings about condemnation, but you're trying to liberate your people to the next level. As we set our face to seek you, God, we thank you for what you have in our life. Every head, if y'all would just raise those hands all around the building. Raise those hands all around the building. Repeat after me, Lord, I heard your word. And today, I can't speak for no one else, but I choose to seek your way. I may have been going the wrong way, but I see the intersection, a change for my life. And I make a quality decision that I'm going to pursue you moving forward in Jesus' name. If we receive that, give the Lord a hand praise. Yeah.